Hello and welcome to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason Newland This is Boring Objects Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes Now the purpose of this podcast is to to kind of be boring which allows your mind to be I guess focusing on me, my voice, what I'm saying and in the process your mind calms down your body starts to relax and if required maybe you could even fall asleep if that's a necessary uh, thing for you to be doing Because naturally, when we get bored, there's less activity occurring. Which is why people yawn sometimes when they're listening to someone else or they try to hold in a yawn. I see that quite a lot. You know, people pushing their tongue at the top of their mouth, inside their mouth, trying to stop a yawn. But you can see their eyes watering and the jaw wobbling as they try to hold it in. Which is fine. I've been used to that for years. Uh, apparently, I, I disagree, but apparently I don't have the most exciting voice. But I think I really do. I personally think that I'm very interesting and the things that I say (laughs) are very uh, just phenomenally uh, stimulating. So um, today what I thought I'd do is, I don't know, I've got the giggles so excuse me. I'm always like that when I've had a cup of tea, had too much sugar, having a sugar rush. Yes. So I thought today I would talk about cheese. A very popular subject, I'm sure you agree. Something that probably when you saw the title of this podcast before deciding to listen to it, you probably thought to yourself, Well, how can this be a boring subject? How can he be talking about cheese? How on earth would he be able to make it boring? Because it's clearly a very exciting topic. Well, I can't guarantee that I can make the subject of cheese boring because... I kind of agree with you. It is a very exciting subject to be talking about. Uh, in fact, I can feel my my toes are tingling a little bit with excitement. So, but I'll try my best to, you know, lower and reduce the the uh, the excitement and the vigor of. Uh, you know, my adrenaline going with, 
huge rushes of oh cheese but uh, hopefully I can keep it as boring as possible so I'm trying to think I've eaten cheese quite a few times over the years I can't remember the first time I had cheese but I do recall having cheese sandwiches when I went to school. I didn't eat them whilst I was walking to school, but they were in a packed lunch uh, made up by my stepmama before going to school so that I could eat them at lunchtime at the same time as watching all of my friends eating a cooked dinner. So that was good. Uh, I felt like the lucky one because uh, I had cheese and all they were eating was chicken and, uh, you know, all those kind of things, roast dinners and, um, you know, curries and things like that. I knew that I was... Well, I didn't actually, I didn't hear anyone say it, but I knew that everyone in that canteen eating their warm cooked dinner on that cold winter's day was looking at me sitting there on the table on my own, uh, eating my cheese sandwich, my cold, cold cheese sandwich. And they were thinking, they were jealous I I guarantee that they were jealous they were they were wishing that they were eating my cold dry cheese sandwich instead of their moist succulent cooked dinner so I think that jealousy came out in the way that people used to ignore me at school uh, I know that I believe, I mean, I didn't have any evidence of it, but I believe that secretly down in, you know, in people's minds, all the other kids around me, they wished nothing more than to be able to sit with me in the canteen, sitting at my table, the uh, the ostracized table, they used to call it, but or Jason's table, and they wished to be there with me eating cheese sandwiches dry tasteless cheese sandwiches they really felt the odd one out now I discovered as an adult that you can actually add something to the cheese sandwich to make it taste nice and this happened when I visited my grandmama and she wasn't there. She wasn't there. And my grandpapa opened the front door and he said, what do you want? I said, it's me, grandpapa. It's your grandfather, your granddaughter, grandson, that's it. Grandson, Jason. He said, yeah, I know, what do you want? 
I said, I've come to visit. He said, your nan isn't here. She's at church. I said, oh, grandpapa, grand, grandmama isn't here. And he said, that's, that's what I said. Why do you call her grandmama? You call her nan. Why are you calling her grandmama now? Why are you holding that recorder, what, that microphone? What, what were you doing? I said, don't worry about it, grandpapa. I'm just making a podcast. He said, what's a podcast? And I said, oh, don't worry about that. It's not been invented yet. He said, oh, okay. And we just stood there. I was outside on the, you know, on the front porch and he was inside of the house not getting wet because it was raining and he just stared at me and it, it was kind of like the what they say a Mexican standoff except uh, I was the only one without a gun but I didn't let that put me off because I thought oh he's not going to shoot me surely and I didn't know but I, I just just assumed and he didn't, which is good. And he said, well, you better come in then. And I said, okay, Grandpapa. He said, you got to stop calling me that. If you're going to come in, stop calling me Grandpapa. You've never called it to me. you never called me that before. It's Granddad. I said, okay then, Granddad. He said, fine. Well, come in. Take your shoes off. I said, why? What, are you going to give me a bath? He said, no, I'm not going to give you a bath. Just take your shoes off. It's raining outside. I don't want you treading the dirt into the hallway and into the the house. And I said, well, it kind of does make sense, really. Um, I suppose taking shoes off when it's dirty or rainy outside would definitely prevent spreadage of uh, dirty water and mud, etc. that could be collected on the bottom of one's shoes and he said why don't you just take your shoes off I didn't didn't really want a conversation about it and I said okay grandpa I mean granddad and he said okay then grandson I said you've never called me grandson before he said I know but I thought I'd give it a go I mean I have to accept it's true don't I I said, what do you mean? He said, don't, don't worry about it. So he said, well, come in, take your shoes off. So I did. I stood on, I, I sat on the the second step up because uh, as you went into his house, directly to the left, there was the stairs going up to the next floor where the bathroom and three bedrooms were. It's a lovely house. I lived there myself for about a year before they moved in and kicked me out. No, they didn't kick me out. I was uh, only eight. So I lived there and it's a lovely house. And I'll be honest with you, I think if I had the opportunity, I would move back in there. Because it was a it was this kind of house that I would happily live in. Um. It's a nice size, there's a nice little garden, there's a shed in the garden. There used to be 
a little pond, a little goldfish pond in the garden. But my granddad filled it in because he didn't want it. Which I guess is his right, but my dad built that little goldfish pond and my granddad didn't want it. Now, I don't know if that caused any kind of conflict between my granddad and my father, Papa, Papa Newland, as I used to call him. And he didn't like that. He said, just call me Dad. What is it with you, all these weird terms? You know, this is in the 18th century. And I said, it's not. He said, no. And I got confused because I like, what if I walk through some kind of time loop that's put taking me a hundred years into the future? And he said, no, you're just, uh, I think you got a bit of damage to your head after that fall that you took when you was a kid. And I said, oh. He said, yeah, you fell off a donkey. Don't you remember? I said, I don't, I don't remember ever being on a donkey. He said, yeah, well, you was only six months old. I said, you, you let me go on a donkey at six months old. Who's holding me? No one. No one was holding you. Isn't that a bit dangerous? He said, yeah, it was for you. Not for us. And I said, well, what happened? He said, well, the donkey, um, the donkey was fine and then you, you did a poo. And uh, Donkey didn't like it, and he he kicked you off. So what do you mean he kicked me off? Well, you didn't get hurt when you fell off. You just bounced. But then he kicked from behind and kicked you in the head. Well, that's a bit harsh. It's, so what, what did the doctors say? Oh, we didn't take you to the doctors. No. No, we just, we figured you'd be all right. You what? I got kicked in the head by a donkey and you didn't take me to the doctors. And he said, no. I said, why not? He said, well, the ice cream van looked like it was going to head off soon. So he wanted to get an ice cream before it closed. Because it was so busy. It was a really hot day. It was on the beach. And, uh, on the beach... Oh, the donkey was on the beach. Yeah, the donkey was on the beach. But I didn't think they had donkeys on our beach. They said they don't. I said, well, why, why, how is there a donkey on the beach then? Because our beach doesn't have donkeys. And he said, oh no, we brought it ourselves. We got it from the field. You got it from the field. Are you talking about Kiki Kevin, the donkey? Kiki Kevin? Yeah, Kiki Kevin. The donkey that's well known all around the country for kicking kids. He said, yeah, yeah, that's that's the one. So you went to the field and you got a donkey called Kiki Kevin. Brought him to the beach in order for me to be put on him to to ride him he said yeah 
I said, well, why didn't you just put me on him in the fields? And he said, well, I thought it would be a softer landing in the sand. Oh, that's nice. He said, yeah, but we were wrong because you landed on the pebbles. Oh, okay. So you didn't hurt yourself, though. I said, how do you know? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you didn't take me to the doctors, did you? You didn't take me to the hospital. How do you know I wasn't hurt? He said, well, I don't just, just assumed it. I mean, admittedly, you, you had a, quite a bad limp for about seven months. But other than that, and uh, you were did have delayed speech. You didn't start talking until you were about five. I said, is that normal? They said, uh, yeah, for you it was. But most kids are talking quite early. I said, what? 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 I don't understand. Why did you not take me to the doctors? He said, because you you were always busy eating. I said, I was always busy eating. Eating what? He said, cheese sandwiches. That's all all you'd eat was cheese sandwiches. You were obsessed with cheese. I said, I can't believe that, Dad. I can't believe that you told me this about being kicked in the head by a donkey. The fact that you purposely brought this donkey called Kicking Kevin, the donkey, all the way to the beach, which is a good six miles. How did you get it there? Well, on the roof rack. What? Yeah, we got on a roof rack. We had a new roof rack that was really more for uh, camping equipment. And uh, I used to use it for ladders as well. But we managed to tie the the donkey on there. It was quite good. Um, We gave it a lot of apples. And it seemed to be quite happy then. I said, but how do you manage to go from that? And then you talk, start talking about cheese sandwiches. And he said to me, well, isn't that the subject of this podcast? I mean, I said, yeah. He said, well, you should really be talking about cheese then, shouldn't you? And you've gone off onto a tangent talking about donkeys. And people are going to be sitting there listening, thinking, well, unless the, che- unless the donkey's made of cheese... Why is he talking about donkeys? I said, what, donkey made of cheese? What, how, that would be ridiculous. He said, as ridiculous as you. Wearing that hat. I said, firstly, what's wrong with my hat? Secondly, you gave me this hat. He said it was a joke didn't expect to actually wear it so what did you think I was going to do with it what was I what was I going to do with it so I thought maybe you keep your cheese sandwiches in it I said you just said that again to get me back to talking about cheese didn't you and he said yep I did guilty as charged I said oh this is ridiculous 
And he said, uh, shouldn't you go back to talking about your granddad again? Or your grandpapa. I said, don't mock me. He said, why not? I've been doing it all your life. Why would I stop now? Uh, good point. Good point. She said, uh, can we finish this conversation? Because i got stuff to do. I said, oh, fair enough. I said, oh, I'll see you later. Okay. Well, bye, Dad. Bye. Oh, by the way, son. Yes, Dad. You're adopted. <laughs> bye. See ya. Huh? Uh, anyway, my granddad, he let me into the house and he sat me down. Well, he didn't sit me down. He, like, picked me up and tied me to a chair. But he said, you know, it was implied that by him walking into the kitchen that he wanted me to follow him. I've not always been correct in that assumption. The amount of times in the past he said, look, I'm in the toilet. Can you please leave? You're not supposed to just follow me everywhere I go. So, okay, fair enough. But he was in the kitchen. It was a nice-sized kitchen. And I was sitting at a table, and he made me a cheese sandwich. And a cup of tea. And I thought, okay. But by this time, I was a bit bored with cheese sandwiches. I'll be honest with you. Um. It turned from being enjoyable as a child, as you can imagine, brilliant fun, uh, and almost a joy to behold. But then as I got older, and this was when I was uh, probably about 16, that I'm at my granddad's house sitting at the table. By the time I got 16, I was living on my own, and pretty much all I could afford was cheese sandwiches because it's cheap and uh, it lost I think it's a little bit like if you eat caviar in a hotel and it's lovely and it's something special and it's expensive but if you got trapped in a caviar factory over over a weekend period with nothing else to eat but caviar by the Monday morning when they opened up the factory and opened up the doors, you probably wouldn't want to have any more caviar for at least a week. So I was kind of in that sort of mode, you know. And my granddad looked at me, there you go. He chucked the plate on the table. And um, I said, you've forgotten the sandwich. He said, oh yeah. So he chucked that over at me, caught them. And a cup of tea, thankfully, just put that on the table, which is nice of him. And I was just prepared to eat another dry cheese sandwich. But I also knew I had the cup of tea, which is a lovely mix because it's moist. I mean, I suppose all, all liquid's kind of moist, isn't it? But a, a nice cup of tea with a cheese sandwich is a nice... Is, I said the word nice maybe too many times. But it's a nice word, isn't it? Is there a limit? Is there any kind of legal limit to how many times you can use any certain particular word, really? So, it was a nice, 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 nice. Yeah, it would get a bit tedious if I kept saying it, I suppose. Anyway, I've the tea was too hot, 
So I was in a bit of a conundrum because, I mean, if my granddad hadn't been standing staring at me, I would have dipped the sandwich into the tea. And you might think I'm joking, but I'm not. I see something that I've done. Because you can do it with soup, tomato soup and a cheese sandwich. You dip that uh, cheese sandwich in the tomato soup. Glorious. It's, it is, it's, it's like a, it's like a wedding on your tongue. It's just, mmm, free food. Sorry, I get, that's all I think about. When I think of weddings, I think of free food. Um, I, I had to bite the bullet in a sense, not just because he had a gun and, you know, he's holding a bullet out and I figure, well, I might as well better bite it. But after that, I thought, huh, what am I going to do? Because the tea, the cup of tea is too hot. I can't dip the dry cheese sandwich into the tea because my granddad's watching. You know, he only had a gun. Um, so I'm just going to have to eat the sandwich. So I took a mouth, you know, I, I bit into the sandwich. It's the usual way that I eat. And I was very, very surprised. Very pleasantly surprised. Because what he put on this sandwich was mustard. Now, I'd never had mustard before. I'd heard of Colonel Mustard from the, uh, you know, the, the game whatever it's called, uh, Monopoly, Twister, I don't know, whatever, but Colonel Mustard was a, a character in a board game, wasn't it? Snakes and Ladders, maybe. And even now, I don't like mustard. However, put mustard in a cheese sandwich, it is beautiful it changed my life actually it didn't change my life it made no difference I don't know why I said that but it was nice it tasted it transformed the boring dry cheese sandwich into um, I don't know it was like a It was honestly, I think it, to try and explain it, if you imagine uh, you've had a baby or your partner's had a baby and you hold your baby in your arms for the first time and the baby looks up at you with those big, massive alien eyes, that feeling, times that by a hundred and you've got the feeling of having your first cheese sandwich with mustard on. It was that good. And it just, oh, it was so lovely. I'll never forget it. Although I had I had forgotten it until now. And then I ate the sandwich. It was yummy. Dropped my tea. My granddad took the plate and the cup, put it in the sink. 
and he said, I'll let you, I'll let your nan know you, you visited. Huh? And he, he walked, he, he just walked to the front door and opened it. And just pointed outside. So I guess I took that as a, as a cue to leave. But subsequent visits, uh, my nan made me cheese sandwiches because um, it got out that, you know, I was quite partial. Because it's one of those secrets that uh, my family kept from, like my parents kept the secret away from my grandparents. I don't know, they just didn't want them to know about it. I think they were maybe a little bit embarrassed or, or just very secretive, wanted to keep the... I don't know what it was. I, I, I never asked, so I, I can't. I can't really guess. Well, I can guess. I think it maybe is because the subject never came up. At no point did my grandparents ever say or ask my parents, or even inquire into what type of fillings I enjoy in a sandwich. I guess it just never came up. Which surprises me because that's one of the first things I ask anyone. You know, even uh, I was waiting at a bus stop and someone was there and they said, it's, oh, it's cold, isn't it? The bus is late. And I said, oh, do you like cheese? And they said, what? I said, do you like cheese in a sandwich? And they said, sometimes. I said, they said, have you got some? I said, no. I said, why are you teasing me for then? I said, I wasn't teasing you. I didn't mean to tease you. I was just asking, inquiring. I thought it would be a, a really great icebreaker. And then perhaps we could become best friends. And he said, no. But life doesn't really work that way. And, you know, you meet someone and you know if you get on with them or not. You don't need an icebreaker. And... We're just waiting for a bus. It's the, it's the only thing we really have in common. We're waiting for a bus. And uh, I, I, do you need to go to a toilet? I said, yeah. They said, we've got two things in common then. Uh, I said, yeah. He said, uh, okay, when you're in a hot bath and uh, you, well, before you get into a hot bath and you strap ice cubes all around your body with sellotape or duct tape. Um, and you get into the bath, do the ice cubes melt? I said, yeah. He said, well, that's something else we've got in common. I, said, I thought, this is going quite well. I said that to him. I said it out loud. Perhaps I shouldn't have done. Um, and, well, I, said, this, this, I was sort of speaking my mind. Well, this is going really well. My bum's itchy. Two things I perhaps you shouldn't say out loud. I don't know why. On a first encounter with someone and uh, he said well I um, can't really help you on either of those but good uh, I do have a question though uh, I said what is that he said why what do you mean it's going well I said well you know we, we have a lot in common and I don't see any reason why we can't be best friends forever and ever and ever and ever a forever friend and he said 
I think you're coming on a bit strong, mate. And I said, well, I don't understand. He said, I think you're, I think you kind of just need to sort of chill out a little bit. You know, you, you'll meet people and friends and that, but it doesn't, it can't be forced. It's like a bowel movement. You should never force it. I said, there's nothing like a bowel movement. And he said, what do you mean? I said, I'm not sure. What do you mean? What's a bowel movement? He says, when you poo. I said, oh, why don't you just say when you poo then? He said, because we're living in civilized society. We don't use words like poo. We use bowel movement. I said, oh, I didn't know that. See, I'm learning things from you. You're educating me. You're almost like a guru, a poo guru. He looked at me. And he started eating a sausage roll. And I said, where was that? He said, where was what? I said, where was the sausage roll? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, you got a coat on. Um, a very light coat. I can see there's nothing in your pockets. You don't have a bag. You don't have any carrier bags, no backpack, anything. Where were you storing that sausage roll? He said, beyond my ear. And I thought, oh, that makes sense. So I just sort of just let him get on with it. I said, uh, have you ever tried a sausage roll with mustard? And he said, no, but it sounds quite intriguing. It might actually work. And I said, I reckon so. And I said, uh, also, and he said, you're going to ask me if I've tried it with cheese. And I said, no. He said, you were, weren't you? I said, yeah. He said, why would I try a sausage roll with cheese? If I wanted that, I'd just get a sausage roll that had cheese in it. Although that wouldn't, you know, you can get sausage and cheese um, pastries or something, which is kind of like a sausage roll. I said, I do know, I have been in bakeries. I said, well, why are you telling me this? And he said, well, I wasn't sure. Um, anyway, I suppose I as we're talking, I'll let you know. Uh, my name's Steve. What's your name? And I said, oh, I'm Jason. He said, uh, are you the are you the kid that got kicked in the head by the donkey on the beach by kicking Kevin? I said, yeah. He said, oh, that explains everything. I said, what do you mean? What explains the whole conversation we just had? I still don't know what he meant, even to this day. I did think about writing a poem about the interaction to try and figure out the meaning of some of the things that we talked about and whether or not I can learn from that encounter in order to enrich my own future life and to maybe not make the same mistakes again. But uh, in the end, I decided to 
just dance on the spot. I was going to do the moon dance, you know, Michael Jackson's moon dance. But uh, I forgot how to do it. And I had these shoes that weren't slippery. Even though it was raining, the the shoes were just, they stuck to the ground almost like the, the bottoms were made of frogs or something. Uh, you know, because frogs stick to things, don't they? I think. And then we got on the bus and that was it. In fact, I got on the bus and he just stayed. I said, aren't you going to get on? He said, no, I'll wait for the next one. I don't know why. So, yeah, that's my story of cheese. There's a, a tiny little part of me thinks that maybe I haven't said enough about cheese. But, you know, it's a huge subject. It's hard to fit it all in in one, one session. So I guess I might have to revisit the subject of cheese in these boring object podcasts and maybe uh, maybe call it cheese two or something so that's it that's pretty much the end of this recording thanks and all that and uh, I might go and do some washing up because I've got some plates. I did some wash up, washing up earlier. But there's still some. Uh, breakfast cereal dishes. And. Some other long. You know, big plates. That I put in to soak. Which might be ready. To, to wash. So I might do that. Yeah. That's uh, end of the recording. Take care.